My name is Devin Boker, and thank you for listening to my new show, Science People. It's a show all about science, really for everybody, because we're all scientists. We're all science people. I mean, think about it, whether it's uh, deciding what angle to throw a ball, or measuring something, or cooking, or asking questions, or making observations. We all do science, sometimes subconsciously. Think about it like this. Before universities, before degrees, how did people do science? They asked questions. They observed. They tested things. Some of the greatest scientific minds in history were not people who had gone to a four-year university or earned a master's degree or anything like that. They were people, just like us. This show is for anybody who loves science or is even half interested in science and just wants to learn a little bit more. It's designed so that everybody can understand. I firmly believe that every single person on this planet is capable of being a scientist. Because we can all think. We can all ask questions. We can all figure out the answers. We are all science people. Who am I? I'm your host, Devin Boker. I have several other podcasts. Uh, the Wildlife is also a nonprofit organization. Um, several spinoffs of that. I am a high school science teacher, a naturalist, a self-proclaimed curator of geekery. I love all nerdy geek pop culture things. I have had a passion for science for as long as I can remember. Hmm. What do you want to learn about? More than anything in the world. What do you science! 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 See? Here's the thing. I, for a very, very long time, did not think that science was something that I could realistically do in life, something that I could pursue. That's part of why I ended up becoming a teacher. After getting a degree in wildlife biology, working as a naturalist and in wolf conservation, I realized the only real gap is an understanding that we're all capable. So that's my mission, helping you to see the scientists inside. Today, for our very first episode as a uh, precursor of things to come, I'm going to explain motion. What is it? How does it work? How do we measure it? Stay tuned. You don't have to see something moving to know that it is or has been in motion. The whole world is in motion. You are in motion, your cells are in motion, your dog, your cat, your house, your school, your friends. The entire universe is in motion. If you see something in one spot and then later see it in another, like your cat changing where it's lounging in the sun, you know it moved. It's, it's motion. motion. You can close your eyes, take two steps, open them up, and you'll know you moved because your position has changed. What if you were in space or floating in a large, empty, white room? How would you know you moved? 
it's hard to tell without something to compare to. So we pick points. We call these reference points. Let's say you're floating in a boat on a lake. You look to the shore and you see that you are straight across from a dock. You close your eyes to soak up the sun, and when you open them up again, you see that the dock is now farther away. The dock is your reference point. You know you're in motion because your position compared to the dock has changed. That is motion. A key part to understanding motion is being able to describe it. Motion where? How fast? Which way? One way we do this is using distance. It's the space between two objects or points. It could be centimeters, it could be light years. It all depends on size and what measurement makes the most sense. The farther away something is, the bigger the measurement you can use. When this gets tricky is when your reference point is something super big, like the moon. That's why it always looks like the moon is following you when you're riding in a car, or even if you're just moving at a high speed. Speaking of speed, what is it? Speed is distance over time. Distance over time, or how far you travel in a certain amount of time. Think about speed limit signs on the road. This one in our imagination says 30 miles per hour. If you are listening to the sign, your speed means that you will travel 30 miles in one hour. Just like distance, you can measure speed in different ways too. It depends on how fast something is moving and how far it's going or what makes the most sense for you in that moment. Inches per hour might make sense for a snail. Meters per second is often used in science. Any change over time is called a rate. Speed is a rate. The thing about speed is that you rarely go from one place to another at the same rate. You might speed up from 20 miles an hour to 30, slow down to five, or even stop completely. When you're on a bike, your speed changes almost constantly. In that case, you can find the average speed. That would be the total distance traveled over the total amount of time. Maybe you've heard the word velocity before. Sometimes people think velocity is the same thing as speed, but it isn't. Imagine you're watching the TV when suddenly there's breaking news. The weather person says there's a tornado located in your town moving at 50 miles per hour. Are you safe? How do you know? Speed alone doesn't tell us much. We need more information, like direction. North, south, east, west, up, down, left, right, direction. Velocity is speed plus direction. What this means though, is that even if something has a constant speed, its velocity might change. Think about cars at a racetrack. They're driving in circles. Every time their direction changes, their velocity changes. It's also possible for two objects to be moving at the same speed, but different velocities. Two elevators, one moving up, one moving down, two basketball players heading straight towards each other on the same court. Same speed, different velocity. Most of the time when we think about motion, we're thinking about something moving fast. But motion can be incredibly slow too. Think about it. We can use slow motion cameras to watch fast things happen slowly, or time lapses to watch slow things happen quickly, like a tree growing, or an egg growing into a tadpole. Motion is any movement no matter how fast or how slow. Even glass moves over time. The whole planet moves. Continents move closer together and farther apart. Earth moves one full circle around the sun every year. The whole universe is in motion. It's all just a matter of perspective. But your perspective might change depending on your own motion. 
This idea is known as relativity. When you're biking next to a friend, they look like they're moving normal speed. But if you're standing and they ride past you, they look like they're moving way faster, even if their actual speed is the same. Astronauts in the space station look like they're moving slowly and weightless, but they're actually falling around the Earth at speeds of nearly five miles per second. Everything just looks so slow because it's all falling at the same speed. When you're in a car with your family, you might be moving at 70 miles an hour, but it looks like everyone is moving normally. Speed looks different depending on your own speed. Changing speed is different for different things, depending on their current speed and size or their mass. To understand this, we use something called momentum. Momentum is what we get when we multiply the mass of an object by its velocity. The mass of an object by its velocity. A large semi-truck traveling at 60 miles an hour will have more momentum than a small car at the same speed. A person walking will have less momentum than a person running. It will take more energy for a person to slow down when they are running compared to when they're walking because they have greater momentum. Either way, we call this change in velocity acceleration. Acceleration is the change in velocity over time, just like speed is the change in distance over time. Have you ever been on a roller coaster? They start off slow. You can move around and lean forward in your seat with almost no energy. But when they start to speed up, like at the first drop, you get pushed into the back of your seat until you stop speeding up. That change in velocity over time is acceleration. Some cars are often advertised based on how fast they can accelerate. You might hear the term zero to 60 in five seconds. This means a car can go from zero miles an hour to 60 in just five seconds. That's just a change in speed. We have to add direction to make it velocity. Here's where motion starts a commotion. Remember how something can travel at a constant speed, but have a change in velocity? Let's think back to those race cars or even a carousel. The cars or animals are moving at a constant speed, but because the direction changes constantly, since they're moving in a circle, that means they are accelerating. In both of these cases, the direction of acceleration goes towards the middle. This is called centripetal motion. Think about the Earth. The Earth moves at a constant speed around the Sun, but its velocity is always changing. That puts the direction of acceleration straight towards the Sun. So we stay in orbit around the sun. There's one last type of motion we're gonna learn about today, and that's called projectile motion. When you throw a ball to someone, especially if they're farther away, you've probably noticed the ball doesn't just travel straight. It starts to fall lower towards the ground. To throw something farther, you have to throw it at a higher angle. That's because Earth's gravity is constantly trying to pull things to the ground. Rubber bands, balls, bullets, and boomerangs all have to deal with projectile motion. Anything shot or thrown will eventually curve to the ground. What's weird though, is that no matter how fast or how hard you throw or shoot an object, if you drop the same object from the same height, they're gonna hit the ground at the same time. Try it with two tennis balls and a timer, or look up the Mythbusters bullet experiment on YouTube. A dropped ball and a thrown ball both have gravity pulling them towards the ground at the same rate. The thrown ball just travels greater overall distance to reach the ground. It's like this. Imagine you drop a baseball on the ground. Okay, gravity acted on the ball to bring it to the ground. Now imagine you've thrown the ball. It's moving faster than the one you dropped, 
but all that speed just helps it move farther out away before it hits the ground. That's all for today. Next time, Forces and Newton's Laws. If you enjoyed today's episode or feel like you learned something, um, tell your friends, share it, give us a, a rating or, or review. You can also follow me at Devin the Nature Guy. It's Devin with D E V O N, Devin the Nature Guy on TikTok and Instagram, or Dev the Nature Guy on uh, Twitter. Also, I'm making some official Science People ones. It's Science People DB on Twitter, uh, and I don't have any others yet, but. We'll get there. We'll get there. You can also check out the blog. It's at Devin Boker. That's B-O-W-K-E-R dot com slash science people. See you next time.